Today is June 12th, and the Yankees murderized the Cubs. They slaughtered them, and it was embarrassing. Go Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd and Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting in the Manhattan office is Jake, and by his side is producer BBD. The Yankees sweep the Cubbies. They win their fourth series in a row, their 11th win at home in a row. They advance to 50 games over 500 or something like that. And continue to win. Jake. Did all of that sound correct? James Davis Wimbledon uh, to everyone's uh, first coach. Uh, Hope you're enjoying this episode. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, You guys know uh, Dan Rourke, my number guy. I think he said the Yankees are in pace for a buck 18 wins now. So again, pretty decent pace. Uh, A 7.33 win percentage. Uh, The Cubs were literally a team not on the same level uh, as the Yankees. Like, if these teams met, don't get me wrong, I I know there's injuries and different things, and hey, if this was at Wrigley, no. Um, I mean, if these teams locked up for a buck 62, I think the Yankees win 130 of them. Um, This Cubs team is kind of in a... In a sad state, I, th- I think they were hoping to kind of be a 500 team this year, and it looks like things have gone south in the north side. Hmm, we're back in five. So, uh, Yankees dominate so much that before this little episode, we, we had a little team meeting to be like, the Yankees keep dominating. What do we talk about? And there's mustaches, and there's home runs, and there's positions, so we're going to be good. But, man, times are good, Jim Buck, too. Laughably good. I mean, Laugh almost. Then. And then, and then my mom, <laughs> my mom, who is a Yankees fan. Do your mom's laugh. Hmm. Okay. I can't think about. It. I can't figure it out. She's never laughed. No, she laughs. She laughs. I've seen it. I just don't. I can't hear it in my head right now. Man, that's. I got to figure that out. We'll call her later this episode and tell her to laugh. No, I think I got to call a sibling and be like, how does mom laugh? No, I think you calling your mom and saying, mom, laugh. I think that would go over really well. I think it's like a giggle, an in-breath giggle. I don't know. You're really throwing me for a loop here. I wish I could know my mom's laugh right off the rip. Anyway, my mom felt bad for the kid uh, Cubs pitching. Which time? Every time? No, I think just I think she probably like see my mom probably relished in it for a little bit. Right. But I got a text today. I now feel bad for the Cubs. So just as an org. Yes. And that's fine. 
I, didn't I feel bad to that. for the Cubs too, dude. Like you're getting excited for maybe a summer of fun in Wrigley, and like they're they're so dead. Well, they they made the pivot. I talked about it on Talking Baseball last week. The, the Cubs fully made the pivot because they're got a lot of injuries in the rotation. Stroman got scratched here, so even more of that they were like that Swarmer kid, right? And Keegan Aiken, um, Keegan he's Thompson. newish to the rotation. Thompson Aikens on the Orioles, newish to the rotation, but they kind of made the pivot to this youth pitching and just say, "All right, let's see what we got." Um, and it was brutal. Right. I don't think they had anything on that kid game two. No. Um. And I don't think they had anything today, but the numbers look like they did because there's just no, but his pitching was just, you know what? Never mind, never mind, never mind. I, I know. I actually, you know, we have some connections to the Yankees. I heard what they were picking up on Schwarmer. They were picking up on his 89-mile-per-hour fastball and his his slider. It, it two-pitch rookie that's touching 90. Like, I don't. In in the Bronx on national TV, like that's that's just not the formula this year. And and the Yankees on the other side, this was talking Cubs. Thank you. Uh, the Yankees are awesome, dude. I mean, we'll talk Carpenter, maybe even a little Higgy today, but it just um, against this Cubs team, almost every button came up. Banuelos, Manny Banuelos gets his first save. How about that. Uh. It's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. You want to rip an ad and first burn and just get into this, baby? It's awesome. You know what else is awesome? Trade coffee. Do you drink coffee? I do. I do. I had some today. I drink coffee. I drank coffee today. I didn't have coffee yesterday. I was a mess. Shout out Will, who I met this morning when I was having my coffee. Big shout out to Will. Uh, Trade coffee. They pick out a coffee for... You, there's 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. And no one coffee is perfect. Ask the coffee people. There's not one perfect coffee. Otherwise, we'd all drink that coffee. But there's a perfect coffee for you, a trade coffee. You go, you take a test. What do you like? What don't you like? Uh, Drinktrade.com slash yanks. And if you do that, you're going to take their their quiz, figure out what you like. They're going to line you up with your coffee, and then you're going to get $30 off your first order plus free shipping. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. If you're a once-a-day coffee person, that's more than a month of coffee. Go check out drinktrade.com slash yanks. And by the way... Father's Day is coming up. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life. If you drink coffee or you know a coffee drinker, why don't you go to drinktrade.com slash yanks, $30 off your first order, plus free shipping at trade.com. We got your back, Jimbo? I can hear you. I can't see you. But yeah, I'm back. Lucky. I am lucky. Thanks. You're blessed. Blessed. Did I miss the burn? No. I just Wow. We're about to kick All it right. off. We're ready we're ready for you. Let's do game one. What a what a what a burn this is gonna be. Mm. 
The Northsiders, the Chicago Cubs, come to Yankee Stadium for some interleague play, and the doctor orders a heavy dose of Seve with Luis on the hill versus Wade. He's just being Miley for the baby bears. A little chill on a summer night, Clay Burr. Solo home run to kick off the scoring and say, hey, it's Jay Hayes. He goes Apo Taco at the stadium. His first homer of the season. It's tied up at ones until the 13th inning. It looked like a high school prom with the amount of people stuck on second and third base. Not the hero this city deserves, but the one it needs. Trevino, he does it again. Jose says, let's go home as he walks it off. The Yankees go Sevy to Castro to King to Holmes to Clark to Wandy to Marinaccio. Yankees win 2-1 final after 13 innings in the boogie down. Woo! Let's go, Yanks. Go, Yanks, go. You were at this game. Yes. I was at a resort. Yes. Uh, watching on my phone, kind of, because I was uh, hanging out with Katie and the baby because we went swimming. Big mm. old resort with a lot of pools. James loves to swim. And I was uh, watching on my phone in the hotel room as I was falling asleep. And I was, I was, I was couldn't last. It's like, this is not even interesting. It's like I'm trying to stay awake and I'm this is a very uninteresting version of baseball that I isn't exciting me. And then when they held them in the 13th and I went to commercial, I took my phone out of my hands. I put it on the bedside table and I said, if I stay awake for the walk off, that's cool. But there's no way like this is going to go another one and they don't score. Right. So I woke up to find out Trevino walked it off. And I was very excited about that. It, uh, I was in the stands with Joe's, Joe's McFly and his son Noah for this game. Um, you know, good energy at the stadium. Cubs in town, right? Like Yankees, Cubs, a lot of Chicago people, a lot of, uh, a lot of dual couples, a lot of Cubs, Yankee couples in the stands. Uh, I like that. Yeah, right? Like, look I at do this. like that. Look at us coming together. Um, and then, yeah, dude, the game. Game was pretty tough. I'm not to genuinely not patting myself on the back. Uh, I got mobbed a couple times. Nice people in the crowd, but what would happen was one crowd formed and then there was like a second layer of crowd. So at one point of the game, I missed like an inning and a half. Joe started texting me. He's like, you all right? I was like, I'm kind of all right. So I come back and this is like sixth or seventh inning and Joe's is like, I, do you even, are you watching the game? And I was like, all right, Joe's. And then uh, I told him, I was like, well, you know, this game's probably going 12 anyways. And Joe said, don't say that uh, mm. because he was with Noah. And he said, Noah starts getting loopy the later it gets. Yeah, Noah started getting loopy. I was getting loopy. I was dog tired. It was a long week. Um, that Yeah, man. I mean, luckily for me, I hit that adult like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. What am I doing? Then I got over that hill that I was like, well, this is house money. I'm going to be exhausted for two days anyways. I might as well go nuts. So I started getting a little wonkier. And then Trevino, dude, because obviously um, just uh, he's, you know, he's a full-blown storyline. Like it, it went from like, 
you know, there's things that you feel like stay in your little Yankee world. Like what he's doing in the American League now is is pretty high up there with catchers. And it's just, it's magical. I mean, you could do the father-son connection thing with his two walk-offs. Whoa. Whoa. What? Did, great. Pause right there. Was it his son's birthday on, on this walk-off day? I believe so, yes. I was trying to find more on that. Yeah. I didn't do a long time looking because, again, I was I had to go swimming. Um, I think he he made an Instagram post. Yeah, it was posted earlier. But I saw day. I saw that, and I was like, birthday weekend or birthday, right? Because mm. if it's the day and his three walk offs in his career, or you know, now he's gotten Father's Day, his dad's birthday, and his son's birthday, then we're dealing with a whole nother element of you know, fan fiction that someone's doing. I mean, like, yeah. Like witchcraft stuff. If it was his son's birthday to the point where next year, you have to note that, you know? Like, you know how Judge is good on um, national TV always? Right. Like, yeah, Judge is going to go off. It's a national TV game. Like, he kind of knows that. He'd be like, well... There's a connection with dads here, so Trevi's probably going off. It, I believe it's confirmed, slash a website said it was, um, celebrated his birthday on the same day. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, not get into, like, midnight stuff, too, because it was kind of late. Either way, count. Don't do that, dude. He's, his, he I, was in, I said he we're was not in, doing that. His kid was in Texas probably I watching. I said we're not doing that. I think it was like eleven thirty ish. It felt like four a.m. <laughs> I know the game, but the game was quick, quick, two quickest pitchers. We were talking about yeah, that. That was pretty wild. It did feel way later. Felt later. Um, and yeah, this is this is one of those funny things because you know when you're at the game, it's it's just different. Um, and like we knew that runners were getting left in scoring position, but we didn't realize it was all time. Oh, um, you didn't. You didn't. Well, the the man. You don't rule feel that too. when. Yeah, exactly. You don't. You don't. You feel it when you're at the game, but you don't think it's historical all time stuff, yeah. which was really they, funny. They have the lob on the scoreboard sometimes, right? Right, but they don't highlight it and say yeah, no, this is no, an no, all time. No. Oh, excuse me, people in the stands, you're watching one of the worst hitting performances with runners in scoring position ever. Um, that shout out Bob Shepard. Um, that never happened. Uh, so yeah, you, you started to feel that and then, yeah, man, I mean, you thought it was going to end a few times. Shout out, you know, Yankees bullpen runner on second every inning and, and they held, um, and then, yeah, if you're the Chicago Cubs and you lose that game, you're, you're set up for what happened the next two days. Um, yeah. I mean, they, cause they, they lost Wade Miley after three. They used so many pitchers that they had to send the dude in the next game. Like the rudest thing you could do to a kid making his second ever start on national TV, on national TV again. And, and they, everyone knew it, but it was like, well, dude, we used what? Tw- 10 pitchers yesterday. Uh, nine? yeah, it was nine and nine in that first game. So yeah, on the Yankees side of things like they got beat up. They're, they had some hits off Miley, um, and then and then just went completely dead versus the bullpen. Uh, you seen a new pitcher every time, and you didn't prep. And I don't know, like 
they use some good names at you know, F. Ross, uh, Martin, Michael Givens, David Robertson, Rowan Wick. Those are all, unlike the starters we saw on games two and three, those are all guys. Those are major league relievers on yeah. pretty, most yeah. bullpens. Yeah, yeah, they're they're playing. Yeah. Um, Brandon Hughes is a rookie at the end there, I believe, right? Or is that? Yeah, I think so. He's is another, is that another Hughes? Is that another Hughes that's a rookie? He's 26 from Sterling, yeah. Michigan. Yeah, he's a rookie. So anyway. I'm not too upset with the offense, but, I mean, it was kind of bizarre. They also got in at 5 a.m. after the Minnesota whirlwind. So, they get the win. Yeah, I mean, bo- both of these teams, uh, you know, I funny enough, Jim, and this was a really cool day for us. Ian Happ, uh, Anthony Rizzo came to the office. Scott F. Ross, the reliever you just mentioned. Really cool of them to stop by, especially after uh, – Long travel day. Um, I saw, randomly, uh, <laughs> after the game, I saw Happer on the street. Uh, like, not trying to meet up. And, dude, he's a... Uh, I'm not throwing him under the bus, because it's not just him, but he was, he was like, dog-tired, dude. <laughs> he was like, we, you know, we traveled here. We're in the grind of the season. The Yankees got in at 5 a.m. the night before. Like, both these teams were... I mean, by inning 13, by inning 10, they were ready to get out of there. Um, Where'd you see him? In Manhattan or New York? Or- Outside the stadium by, like, uh, where the players where the players leave. I was getting a Uber uh, with our guy, Joe. You're stalking the players? I was stalking the players a little bit. Met Sign me-, me autograph, mister. Sign me autograph. Sign my tit. <laughs> Two different versions of you. Nico Horner did not like when I asked him that. Nice yeah. guy. So they win. They win, and it kind of, it kind of set the tone for the rest of the series. Well, yeah, because they had used nine guys. How many pitchers did the Yankees use? Uh, seven. And do we have any care on on how they went about that? Uh. Castro, King to Holmes. I mean, that was kind of their winning formula in this game. Sevy battled a little bit, got out of some jams. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, they kind of went, Clark was there like, okay, we're going to extra we innings. some length. Like, you know, Multiple. give us a couple. And he does. <laughs> two, two innings pitched, 12 pitches. Uh, we had that double play, right? Right, but still, I mean, in hindsight, that's two innings, 12 it's pitches. It's weird to look at. That's uh yeah you don't see that in a lot of box scores, uh and then he also in, he also intentionally walked Happer, uh in the middle of the at bat. Whoops. So so that that lowers the pitch count and then the batters because then Hap hits and gets in the double play. So that's kind of funny. Two outs on four pitches, but you face two batters. Interesting way to go about that. I'm going to text him. Um, hey, good series. King only went one inning again. Yeah, and then Clark got the double inning. play the next time, too. Yeah. And and that was a ghost runner. Right. So that's so... Yes, that is a funny line. And Ghosts. it's a weird way that it happened. And then, yeah, Wandy after that is like, okay, we're trying to win an extra inning game. And then Marinaccio was kind of like, <laughs> both teams are ready to go home. Let's see what happens. Yeah, going to Wandy after Clark there when he had the um, when Clark had him and he had and didn't have a big pitch count. 
And then they had they had like the bottom of their lineup coming up, right? I wonder if that was I wonder if that was like uh we got two innings from Clark and we're using seven pitchers this game. We might have to use them later this series. Like it might as well pull him at twelve at this point. I don't know. Or give him a good taste in his mouth, like we always say. Like, you know what, dude? You got out of two jams there. Like, feel good about yourself. But that was the moment where I thought it was Clark till we win or lose. You know? And then they went to Wandy, and I'm like, oh, they want to win this game. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a... Yankees win. Yeah. All right, let's go to game two. Yeah, I go to game two. Uh, burn, Jake, burn it. Burn, Jake, burn it. Summer's here and it's starting to get swarmer in the Bronx as two-pitch Matt gets the ball versus Michael Jordan Montgomery as the Yankees continue to be the GOAT. The Cubs are getting judged all series, but especially by leadoff big Aaron Judge on national TV. It's one nothing Yanks. The shawarma wasn't too bad at first, but left out in the sun. It got gross. Hit the music. Giancarlo Trevino. They both hit home runs. Gleba bombs. Torres gets on the board. And HR to the Rizzo. John Boy Media's Tony Meatballs. It's 6-0 Yankees after 5 IKF RBI that scores a run in the sixth and Judgey sacrifices himself for the team to make it eight Yankees in the Cubs gym they would stay at zero as Monty growls his way off the mound in the seventh Woo! feeling good how about you Marinaccio to that cop Litke Yankees win eight nothing final Unfortunate tweet by the Cubs social media, who I believe were uh, somewhat helpful in having Rizzo and Happer and all that happen. Uh, But they just, you know, just a a quip, just a witty tweet. Yankees fans thinks everything's a home run, but not this one because my guy caught it. Ha, ha, ha. And for the Yankees to go on and the, not even counting game three, but the rest of that game hit six solo shots is uh that's an unfortunate yeah caption for that. Cause Stan yeah. Stan drove that ball in the first, gets caught at the wall. Um Yeah, for the kid Matt Schwarmer, like shell shocked at one point. Like he just was like, What? Everything's a home run? Well, and I mean, man, the uh this was a classic case. Kid's a two-pitch pitcher um, in the Bronx. The Yankees look fantastic. The Cubs are slowly dying. Judge gets them, and it's like, oh, it might be a long day, kid. I tweeted that out. I was worried for Matt Schwarmer. And then he gets through the lineup once, and you're like, all right, Matty Schwarmer, you settled in. Good for you, kid. Then Stanton hits one through the Poland Spring sign that's... If you hit it there, the ball should be coming down, not going out. Um, just a sicko home run. What was Boone's quote after the game? That was really good. What did he say? He's not right. You're weird. He's weird. You're weird. He's just said, you're weird. He's weird. U- unicorn. Um, he is. And then Glaber gets one, which 
I, I won't, you know, there's rumors around baseball that the juicy ball came back. I would kind of circle that homer. Didn't even look like Glaber got it great, and it gets out to right center, which we like that. Um, Trevino, just miracle, best season ever a player's had. Uh, Judgey again because he's going to win the MVP, and then Rizzo has to get one against his old team. Uh, you know, almost boring against Schwarmer for a little bit. And then the, the story's Monty. I don't know if he gets talked about later, but talk about how many times over the past couple years have we talked about Monty needing that winning feeling off the mound, and he gets himself in a little bit of a predicament at the end of the day, but he battles through it, and he lets out some emotion. Pump it into my veins, Monty. Monty, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if we get to Monty later in the episode, but that was cool. They let him in. I mean, he's been searching for that. We've been searching for that. I'm like, let him walk off the mound feeling good, and we get like a roar. It's like, okay, well, someone's getting into you, you know, yeah. Sevy, just screaming at you. BBD, I'm gonna send you a the box score. I sent you a, a picture of it. If you're able to throw that on screen, it's uh, one of the more hilarious savant box scores I've seen. I like. I like looking at their box scores because they put the flames emoji right. to represent a hard hit ball. And I've never seen, I mean, I haven't looked at today's yet, which might be, might be even crazier, but Damn. every player that got in at bat has a hard hit ball. Hicks is the only player that only had, Oh, Hicks and Donaldson had one each. Glaber and Stan had three each one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hitters had multiple hard hit balls. And they're just getting lit up. Yeah, and uh yeah, I mean they they were rocking the ball. Um, I mean there almost there wasn't a lot of runners in scoring position. Yankees were two for four with runners in scoring position because they were hitting out of the park before that. Um and yeah, man, Monty finishes with ninety six pitches. Uh that final inning, he goes single on the first pitch, and then Horner Hits a single and a six-pitch at bat, and you're kind of doing this like, Mont, are they mm-hmm. going to do it? That's traditionally when they've pulled Monty, but closer games, so they go to the you know tight bullpen. They leave him. Uh, he gets Simmons to fly out and then strike out of Hayward and Morrell. Um, so he lets out a little, uh, a little Monty scream. So, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Monty's letting out a scream. Trevino's having... Multi-hit days with a homer. Judge is having a multi-homer day. Like, it's all... Yeah, man. It's good stuff. It's funny stuff. It's the good stuff. Uh, I pulled something up that I was going to talk about in this game, but I forget now. Judge leadoff. Um, Gallo plays left. That's of note. Uh, Hicks in center field. What Judge DHing. Uh, standing right field again. So we're seeing stuff. And then Judge lead off two days in a row. Marinaccio, Litke. So it's just like a fun Saturday game. I wish, felt like it should have been a Saturday day game. Yeah, the the Fox night game, which I'm sure Cubs-Yankees was was a headline at the time. But Cubbies, Cubbies closer to Cincinnati. Uh than a lot of other teams in baseball. It's true. It's true. Okay. Anything else? I mean, there's no real decision-making or anything here. No. Decisions decisions were made when it was 8 nothing. 
Yeah. When they left in Schwarmer at 5-0. When uh, Carpenter got him. Was that Carpenter got him to make it 8 nothing or something like that? Or... Uh, Rizzo got him to make it six, and that was kind of the. There's a shot of Rossi in the dugout, like, yeah. What do I? What do I do? I mean, I don't know. Eight innings. Tough. That's brutal. Yeah. Ain't getting much better in game three. If you want to start that burn. Burn, Jakey, burn. Burn yourself in a fire. Like college bros cleaning out an apartment. We got some broomsticks and Jameson as Tyone and the Yanks go for the sweep as Keegan and Kel Thompson tries to be all of that for Chi-Town. Co-worker Ian happens to run into one in the first, but do you know what Keegan is backwards? Nah, geek. Doesn't make it out of the first. Yankees looking like Chad Kroger putting a nickel back up on the board. It's 5-1 Yanks after one. Yanks, in a beautiful tribute to Scott Brocious, put up 18 runs. Splat! Easier to tell you about these guys. I must ask you a question. Are you for real, Matt Carpenter? Two homer day, and Higgy says LOL same as Higgy pops his first two of the year. It's Tyone Nicastro to Banuelos for the save. Yankees sweep a sad Cubs team. 18-4 final. Woof. 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 Good burn, Jake. Uh, my thing that I forgot was that Monty threw 96 pitches, which is the most in of his uh, season. Last episode, when we, we were saying, nice. let's start upping it. Uh, so say by six pitches. And it's... Uh... You know, we've talked about the blowout thing a lot in baseball as we get another one today. But, you know, for that Monty example, it's, you know, we talk about resetting the pen, but there's there's ripple effects to all of this, whether it's rest for players or, or getting guys hot or whatever it is. Like, if that was a if that was a 3 nothing game or a 3-1 game, they would have pulled Monty after the two singles. But they get to stretch him out, and he gets to do that. So the the ripple effect of baseball uh, has been beautiful for the Yankees this year, including today's game. And Monty, uh, Meredith said on the broadcast that, that Monty knew he needed to save the pen and like that they, he needed to give him length. It was like cognizant in his mind. But yeah, today's game, yeah, double scratch lineup as uh, yeah. as Glaber comes out with bubble guts and Trevino comes out with uh, bad back. Big old nuts. Big old nuts. Trevino's probably like, I'm your starting catcher, and it's uh, day after night. I just take the day off. Higgy, Higgy, Higgy's got it. Regretting it now. Um, no, he's happy for Higgy. Higgy gets his first two home runs of the year in this game. One off a of position player. That's fine. Um, uh, debatably harder to hit a 35-mile-per-hour pitch with that much arc out. Than a, than a grooved fastball like his first one. There'd be an argument if there hasn't been someone telling the people of Yankees fandom for five years that Kyle Higashioka would finish top five in a Yankees home run derby. If there is if there is not better proof than that 35-mile-per-hour pitch, then I don't know what is. Okay. I mean, you're really... Did you say put okay? Him in, putting, put, put him in batting practice group one. See how he fares. Maybe I will. He'd like it, dude. 
I don't think he'd like it at all, man. There's something badass when Higgy comes up to like heavy rock music. There's something yeah. badass about it. Probably the badass music. Because you hear the music, it catches your attention because not many guys go that lane. And then you look and it's Higgy and you're kind of like, whoa, man. Is is DJ still coming up to that song? He, DJ's pushing P. I know. He's not going back yet? Pushing P. He doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Need him to go back. Okay. Uh, in this game, double scratch lineup, which means we get to see Carpenter at third for the first time, yeah. which, uh, uh-oh, yikes, because he looked good. Seven RBI so I, day, too. Seven RBI day, and then what else did they do in the lineup that was funky because of that? No, just Higgy. Yeah, uh, then, Mar- Marwin was in left for this game today. Um, and goes 0 for 5, which is kind of nice of him. Um, just to not put any, like, flames on a Marwin conversation. Just like, I'll be good on the bench, guys. Yeah. yeah. Drop DJ to 4 when Glaber came out. A clean-up DJ. Got, got Judge back to lead off. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. I mean, when DJ, it was, was Judge lead off. With Glaber in four in the four spot, uh, I'd have to double check the Yankees lineup. So, I, so the the interesting part is that when DJ comes into the game, instead of making him lead off, uh, Judge two, Rizzo three, stand four. You know what they've been doing? They yeah. keep Judge at lead off. So I'm a little curious to see, like, do they like Judge at at lead off, or they just didn't want to change too much of the lineup? Yeah, it's, it's either that or, I mean, even DJ going from off day to lead off, that can be kind of tough. That could have been there. I do think, and I'll, I'll bring him up right now, I think Judge's stats uh, leading off are, are silly this year. It's such a small sample size. but oh, Two home runs. I don't think he's gotten out in the first inning. Right. He uh, Coming into today, it was four games with three homers, uh, 1.353 OPS, and he, he goes three for six today, so... I mean, it, maybe it's one of those, f- we've been laughing about Judge in center field, how Judge told the Yankees, like, I, no, I play center field. And they're like, all right, big guy, you're going in right. And now here we are five years later, and he's playing center field. Um, <laughs> I think Judge doesn't hate leading off either. He just doesn't look like a leadoff center fielder. I mean, you leadoff center fielder, you think of, like, Buxton. Juan Pierre. Yeah. Uh Judge is good. I mean, besides the stats, well, I mean, I'll save this. Never mind. Oh, okay. Uh, Tyone struggles a little bit. That's strong. I mean, five innings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Five innings. Three and, three. and that's, that's two games in a row. Um, so I'm hoping he comes out next start Tyone and, and shoves. I think he's going to be facing the blue Jays, which he's pitched well against them twice. Now this was like a, this is like a bad stepping stone. Like, he had a bad start, and now he's going to get back to a normal bad start, and then it'll be lights out next start. Yeah, yeah. The fastball was just not looking as pinpoint as it had been in the past. Like, he abandoned the fastball in his start before this one, so I was interested to see if he brings it back. He did. It's back up to, like, 38%. Uh, and then they go Castro and then Manny B for a while because at that point, nothing matters. So Nothing matters. I mean, at any point, did anything matter in this game? Um... No, I, (laughs) 
Gallo hits a two-out double that that scores two that makes it from 3-1, like this might be a game, to 5-1. But after that, not really. No, yeah. No. Like, I didn't even really watch them on defense, the Yankees. Was there any miscues or mistakes? I mean, it was a little. I was, I was cooking dinner, so it was, when they were hitting, I was watching. I was like, "Shit's happening." It was a little. There's a couple sloppers. Uh, Rizzo and Tyone didn't connect on a first baseman to pitcher play. Rizzo got the error. Could have been on Tyone. Uh, and Marwin actually, he had a couple funky ones in left that led to a pair of triples. But I don't think. Uh, I don't think if. If Brett Gardner was out there, I don't know if there was one triple. Hmm. And then, like, later in the game, there was one that drops in front of, and it actually might have led to a run. Uh, there was one that fell in front of Judge that if it was a real game, I think he dives and catches, but he was just like, we're, we're up by double digits. So, um, yeah. Yankees <laughs> coming from the, the Friday night game that was the worst game for runners in scoring position ever. Uh, they were 10 for 16 today. So They got to face a lot of MLB relievers in the first day, yeah. and then they faced a lot of, uh, you know, guys in the entrance. Sheesh. Sheesh. All right, that wraps it up. I'm pushing P. Congrats to Hap on getting his homer. I was happy for him. Good series. It's like, get the homer, get the triple, because we're just going to put up 18. <laughs> I told him, good series. He said, thanks. Um, I said, second deck, whoops. He said, that's an out at Wrigley. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he smoked that one. I know, that's... Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the yoke. Unless it's a windy day, then it might be. Like the, like... 40 miles per hour coming in? Yeah. Caught yeah. by the first baseman? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Second half of the show is when we give out some awards. And these awards are brought to you by... These awards? Yes. Brought these shoes? To these shoes. They're brought to you by Shady Rays, Jim. Are you familiar? Yeah, dude. I, I really do. I found a pair on the golf course. Really? Uh, this golf course. That's true. Um, Jim's Shady Rays is changing the way you wear sunglasses in the outdoors. The best combination of fit, style, performance without the big price tag. I like all of that. Uh, and most importantly, focus, people. Hello. Cuckoo. Every pair is backed by their loss and broken replacement guarantee. If you lose or break your pair of Shady Rays ever, could be day one, could be day 100. Or anything outside of that. Uh, they'll send you a brand new pair. Every one of you listening to this has lost a pair of sunglasses. And Shady Rays would have you covered in that regard. And, however, they have an insane deal for you guys. If you go to ShadyRays.com and use code YANKS, 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. True story, we peel back the curtain for you guys. Uh, we talked to Shady Rays after they did this, and they were like, holy smokes, your people like this. And we say, yeah, they're baseball fans. We're out in the sun. We got to cover our eyeballs to survive. And they were like, Jake, if you could get off the call, uh, we're trying to get stuff done. And I said, that's so fair. 
Go to ShadyRays.com and use code YANKS. 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Yes, yes, yes. It's the pride of the Yankees and it's Sunday. So I get to go first. And this is an easy one for me. I'm not going to try and get cute or creative. Really? My pride of the Yankees is Aaron Judge. He is unbelievable. 500 on base percentage. They were intentionally walking him in the extra inning game. 462 batting average, two home runs. He had six hits in the series, and they were spread out among the three games. One, two, three. He did one hit game one, two hits game two, three hits game three. Uh, Getting it done early, too, first or second at bat, leading to runs and production and spitfire in the offense, besides in game one, obviously. But, uh, man, he's really good. And what I was going to say earlier that I thought I'd save the fact he's playing center field every day, man. Like, if he was still playing right field, he would have, uh, and if he finishes out, obviously, and still just playing right field, he, he would, he earned himself more money from the, right. from Yankees or whatever team is bidding for him in free agency and like turned down the contract that was a lot of money and earned himself more if he was playing right field. He's doing this while playing a lot of center field. Do you know how much? Money that adds to the money he's gonna get in the money offer. I think it's a little bit, but it's it's only because it's it's already a lot of bit of money. Um, yeah, but it adds value. Like it's a selling point that his agency will use. Right, right. I uh, I mean the numbers are gonna end up in Looney Tune Land. He's having an MVP season. Um, and yeah, I think of the last what is it? Quick math, like thirteen or so games. Or maybe it's 14 now. I think 11 are in center, 2 DH, and 1 right field. So, yeah. I mean, it's... A, he's been really good out there. Uh, Coney highlighted it on that diving catch he made on the first game where he was like, that, was, that wasn't a good catch for Aaron Judge. That was a good catch for center fielders. It was, I think it was a 40% catch rate. Um, and, yeah, you, you saw, you know... Adler, Hoke, a couple of the people were joking how ridiculous it is that, you know, Aaron Judge just casually became the Yankee center fielder, which I, people know I love the center field position, but also in Yankee lore, like, center field is, like, Yankee center field is a famous thing. <laughs> like, uh, and Aaron Judge is now doing that. In so the club. Uh, yeah, man, he's, uh, he's your current MVP winner, and it's, it's not close. We talked. I wonder, a, I wonder talked what a, the odds are. I think it's the favorite. We talked a few weeks ago on talking baseball about how yeah he'd started a lot in center field, moved to right. He hasn't had a game where he started in center and moved to right in almost a month. Yeah. He's been playing all nine innings in center a lot. He's plus one seventy. Next is plus three seventy five. Shohei. Who's after Shohei? If you don't mind me asking, si- plus six fifty. Mike Trout. Okay. I don't know when this is from, though, because it might be a little dated. Yeah. No, June 10th, 2022. It's recent, man. He's good. He's pride of the Yankees. I have awarded him that. 
It's a good one, dude. It's a good one. Thanks. Should I go? You get, you get to give one out now, too. I mean, there's a lot of options. The board is open, Jim. The board is very open. Um, Man. A lot of guys ended up having pretty good numbers. I'm going to go with Thiel on this one. Okay. Um, you know, if, you, if you're throwing a pitch, you got to make sure you're throwing it with conviction. I'm Cohen Jose Trevino. Mm. Uh, he hits the game winner on Friday night in a 13-inning marathon. Uh, last dude on the bench comes in, pinch hit, game winner. We already waxed. Too easy. Waxed. What's that? Like his hit was so easy. Yeah. It made everyone else feel like, why couldn't anyone, like, wh- why, what have we been watching that no one could do that? Oh, Boone and Mer- Boone <clears throat> and Rossi before the 13th looked at each other, and Booney said, if you get one off, off of Marinaccio, we'll call off the dogs. If you don't, you have to call off the dogs. And that's kind of what happened. Um, <laughs> Trevino makes it look easy. In, in 12 innings, the team had five hits. He comes in the 13th, gets the walk-off. Uh, we talked about it on his son's birthday after he has the walk-off um, on his dad's birthday. And, yeah, man, he's uh, he's becoming like a, a special part of the DVD. And he's having also uh, the game he starts in this series. Uh, he goes three for four, uh, hits a home run. The, the guy's numbers on the year... Are he's in all star contention? He's hitting three oh nine. He's got an eight sixty one OPS. Uh, how many times do we scream at you about Gary's OPS being in the eights and us telling you what what that means from the catcher position? Uh, the guy is also uh, like one of the best, if not the best, pitch framer in the games. You see it any game he's catching. It's like oddly visible the strikes he can steal for our pitching staff. Um, yeah, man, I I don't I don't even know what you do with it. Just play him back there, two out of three games each series, and enjoy it. Yeah, he's a starting catcher. I mean, you ride this out and see what happens. And the crazy thing is, we have a track record of these things riding for a while. Like this is how we spoke about. Stephen Ridings. Yeah, uh, Gio Urshela for sure. 100%. That's how we spoke about him. He had never, ever hit above, you know, I don't know if his stats were similar to Trevino beforehand, but they similar mindset, glove guy, not right. a bat. Then he did three years of like just hitting. Luke Voigt, a little different because he hadn't failed hitting. He just didn't get the opportunity. Right. We saw Talkman do this for a full season. Before it went went back and faded, so maybe it keeps going a month. Maybe it lasts the year. Uh, who knows? But you let him ride out for a while. Ride it out. Ride it out. Nice guy too. Yes, maybe one of the best dudes they've had in a while. And he's he's a guest on the Chris Rose rotation tomorrow. Ooh, baby. I think he did that the night of the walk-off, right? He recorded it yeah. and then hit a walk-off. So that's the Chris Rose rotation effect. 
Well, it's the John Boy Media effect because the day he was in our office, was that his? Yeah. That was the father's day one, right? No, that was, it was no, the next no. week, but then he, he had another big game. He did something that night. The homer that night. He had Walk two off homer, was the week before. Two homers when he came to the office? I don't know. Either way. And how about the Yankees retweeting a little uh, Toe in the Slab? Matt Blake. Matt Blake. Great Matt episode. Matt Blake on Toe in the Slab with Coney, yeah. Great episode. Cool. It was cool. Appreciate you. I listened. Let's go Yankees. Now, LGY. This is, is going to be tough, Joe. This is going to be tough. You Yankee motherfucker. This is going to be tough, and I don't even, I, I mean, I'm just going Hicks because he's the only one that started oh. two games and didn't get a hit. And honestly, nothing more to say. We have to give an MFR. I don't think there's a conversation. I think he okay. gets more time because he's been hitting well, but simply because he had the most played appearances with zero hits on the team, I'm giving it to him. You're up. Good award. Good award. Um, holy cow. Um, I, uh, I'll go Marwin. I'll go Marwin. Um, only other guy without a hit. I I just I told told Coach Ball game who I watched some of the uh, most of game game three with. I was like I've never seen a person be able to play all of the positions so smoothly, and you know no hits and he kind of he he kicked one ball around and made it a triple, but it was four in half. So maybe he's a company guy too. Tough MF for Yankees are dominant. Marwin, welcome to the family. Eat a bug. Regular on awards. It's time for regular old awards. Regular old awards are brought to you by Tone the Slab. I just mentioned it. The Yankees retweeted it. The Yankees. David Cohn, Justin Shackle, the voice of the Yankees, James Smythe, the stats of the Yankees. They had Matt Blake on this week, uh, and it's an awesome episode. I mean, Coney, I mean, you can hear Coney drooling because Matt Blake, he's got degrees in psychology and philosophy, and now he's this pitching guru. Uh, Matt Blake kind of tells his story, and... Uh, producer Dan Rourke was like, yo, I didn't know if he was going to like tell us stuff about the Yankees, but he like does. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, if you're a talking Yanks fan, it's kind of a must, must listen to episode. Go check it out. Toe in the slab. My first award is going to be the once. The Once in Future Carpenter Award. What was that? It's the Once in Future Carpenter Award. The Once in Future Carpenter. And, and, Once and Future Carpenter Award. Once and Future Carpenter Award. Okay. It's a song by the Avit Brothers. I will wait, I will wait for you. Yes. Love no, that. once I was a carpenter, man, my hands were callous. I swung, but I could swing a metal mallet, sure and straight. 
I mean, dog, I'm going to low-key cast. You're going Matt Carpenter. I am. That's All right. correct. All right. Um, kind of just he's the other conversation that needs to happen right now in this episode, so I had to think of an award to give him. Uh, All right. Uh, hey, what what's up, Matt? Mm. The mustaches and the faces and the most effortless home runs. Yeah. Like, are you swinging? Yeah. If anyone is unfamiliar, I know we did it when they when they first picked him up, but the story is really awesome now. He he had a, like an awful last nine hundred plate appearances or thousand, I don't know, I don't know how long it goes for the Cardinals that they they let him go. They owed him money, and he didn't want to hang it up. He didn't think that Father Time actually beat him, so he spent the entire offseason going hitting coach to hitting coach listening to their philosophies on on hitting. And then he called Joey Votto because Votto has recently, he recently went through that where he stopped hitting. And then all of a sudden last year, Votto came out and was just crushing homers. And they asked him and he said, I changed my swing. And Carpenter called Votto. The story is that Votto was on vacation. Carpenter called him just to get some advice. And Votto stayed on the phone for like three hours going over everything. And he was like, you know, how he started swinging for homers more and ambushing fastballs and hitting for power. Carpenter uh, signed with the, the, his hometown Rangers because uh, he's from Texas. They said you can do a spring invite. He didn't make the team. He went to AAA because it was like right by his hometown. Hit for 20 games really well. Said, can you release me in case there's other teams out there that want me? Texas Rangers say, yeah, sure. Yankees pick him up. And now he's putting that swing on display and unbelievable to spend a year retooling your swing and you come out and your first seven hits, there's eight home runs for seven, six hits. There's seven home runs. Just nuts. Nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. The, uh, his last 180 games with St. Louis, 176, a 605 OPS, no power, a 291 slug. This is a guy that, he finished ninth in the 2018 MVP voting. Um, so, you know, we're, we're a few years removed from that, obviously. But, man, it's uh, obviously there's baseball gods. Obviously, there's father time. And there's, you know, if you're Matt Carpenter and your body's feeling good, a lot of people are telling you, hey, you had a great career and you're, you're heading on the downslope. He thought he had more in the bag, and he's, he's showing he does. And, yeah, I don't... You're right. There's over the past couple of years, you talked about the Urshelas and stuff. Maybe the maybe for him, it's a Cameron Maben type resurgence. Although Cameron Maben didn't really have the history of his performance. That was a little juice ball and playing over his his skis a little bit. By the way, Cameron Maben killing it. Um, was in in the Fox studio for the Saturday night game. Matt Carpenter, Jim, and maybe this would be this would be our. This will be our sports talk topic. It would be the two homers are less important than him playing third base today. Uh, Matt Carpenter was, had been DH only, and today he plays third base. That if you've got that in the bag, we got room for you, Matty. It gets it adds a trickier element to a lot of things. Uh, I was pretty a little annoyed with him getting that base hint. Sure. In the eighth or whatever it was, I thought we were doing bunts and homers only. Right. But the two homers, that place. 
1.592 OPS is pretty good in his time with the Yankees. Uh, this was his first start in nine days. Um, and yeah, Booney said that he put him in the garage for a little bit and then took him out for a spin. And, uh, yeah, his, uh, his previous three starts before that, he had hit a home run. So in his last four starts, he's hit at least one home run. Um, and, yeah, man, I... It's all good, uh, especially for now. And I think one of the nice things about having the veterans, because you're right, there's cans of worms to be talked about between Donaldson and DJ and Glaber's bubble butt or whatever's going on. But at this point in the season with the Yankees having so many veterans, I don't think anyone would be too torn up about playing time. Like, I think Josh Donaldson shows up to the ballpark, and if you give him a day off, he's like, all right, yeah. Like, I I think these conversations start getting very real leading up to the trade deadline, and they'll get very real leading up to October because that's when, uh, you know, if you're taking – if a Matt Carpenter takes four at-bats away from a Josh Donaldson and he doesn't have a good night, that's – I mean, that's sports talk gold, Jerry. JD might be pissed he's getting coming out of the lineup though. I mean, we heard that we heard that there's some guys that are mad when they that comes out. I think not right now. Um Matt Carpenter just sat for nine days. <laughs> Chilling. Chilling. Growing out that mustache, baby. Which Gallo and Marwin, I think, also had little mustaches. I think there might become a thing. You know I've been ready for mustaches. Do you have an award? Wait, I do these too? I give out two good ones. Oh. And you give out two as well. Okay. I'm okay. I'm starting to put this together now. I go, you go. You go and then I go. Okay. Mm-hmm. James, I I am going to give out prestigious award. <laughs> I'm going to give out the chill out old man award. Chill out old man. Chill out old man. Uh, that is going to Glaber Torres. Jim, it's obviously going to Glaber Torres. He's he's up to almost two war on the season. We've talked about him a lot. This is actually piggybacking off of one of your awards in previous episodes. I mentioned all the veterans that are excited about, you know, a couple off days here and there, and we're on a winning championship team. This is what Donaldson and Carpenter and these guys, yeah, I'm, Rizzo wants this for his career. DJ wants this for his career to get a ring with the Yankees. Glaber also very much wants that. He's 25. <laughs> he's, and he, he's playing his best baseball that we've seen. Uh, after, by the way, he was, uh, you know, it, it's funny. You were looking at Matt Carpenter and how many games that he had been kind of a, a subpar baseball player. We're starting to, let's be honest, we're all starting to track Joey Gallo's uh, stats and how long he's been with the Yankees and been below average. Uh, you know, we had a lot of conversations about uh, Glibber Torres he is like Charlie Angel's full throttle right now. Um, that 
you know, in his last 15 games, he's won Dotton. He's playing at an MVP level for the last 15 that my guy is saying, don't throw me in the old guy rest day plan. So I'm starting to think one of the teammates food poisoned him. Mm, you think Carp got him? I think there's a chance for Carp. Well, who else? No one else benefited from it, right? Donaldson, it backfired. Maybe Donaldson also ate it and he forgot. <laughs> like he did mm-hmm. the prank and he forgot about it. And they, oh my God, I ate the same stuff. Um, yeah, it's tough to keep Glaber regular. Last 27 games, a 9-1-3 OPS, which would basically be the best second baseman in the AL. He's hitting, man. Last 10 games, 1.1 with a stolen base. But he, he had the shits today, so okay. he's out. Off day tomorrow, flush it out. Is Glaber friendless right now? Um, I think, like, Sevy. Yeah, but Anduhar, when he was around, like, best buds. Well, I mean, they were like, and then, you know. G- Geo came around, best buds. They've got history. Gary's gone. Kiner's trying, but. I think Nestor and Glaber. Nestor and Glaber, yep. But so he's got no best friend on the infield with him. Maybe that's keeping him more focused. Yeah. Not as many distractions. The old Melky Cabrera Robinson Cano trade. Although him and uh him and Kiner had after one of the games they had a nice like a middle video thing. Or they, an Instagram. They had a nice thing. middle infield celebration. Um so trying to He's work. Liking that. Him, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gla- Glaber pranked him on the <laughs> on the plane the other day. Right. Right, right, right. He had that Insta post where Kiner was sleeping and he put, like, thought bubbles above He's dreaming. Him. He did a little dream bubble. He's but dreaming I mean, about Glaber. It's kind of when you make a friend at summer camp and you don't want to get too, too invested because it could end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good for, good for Glaber. Good for Glaber. Uh, I'm giving the no fear... No, fear's a good thing. I don't want to come out on fear. You're a fan of fear. Yeah. If you don't have fear, there's nothing to overcome. Courage is born out of fear. Duh. Duh. And you're a guy who says, quote, I live scared, quote. Not as much as Zoe, but yeah. I'm going to say this is just a confidence award. Awesome, dude. Just one word, confidence. Confidence award. Bless you, David. Um, Man, awesome. Uh, Savvy. Yes. Nice. Severino, good nice. job. Thank you. Yes, it was too much of a layup. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of fed kinda me that one. I gave it all away. Kinda I kind of gave it all away in the name. Kind of fed me that one. Sevy did not throw a fastball in a 2-0, 3-0, or 3-1 count all game. Mm. That kind of stood out to me. He threw his changeup, and he threw a slider. 
when he got into those counts. He didn't get into a 3-0 count. That also stood out to me. But it was in fastball counts, he went to his secondary pitches. So I dug a little deeper. Mm. Seve has faced 246 batters. Yeah. Only four of those batters have gone to a 3-0 count. He has no four-pitch walks. Every 3-0 pitch has been a strike. Mm. And um, only 25 2-0 counts, which is like 9% of batters faced has gone 2-0. Which is pretty cool to only have four batters go 3-0. And then he's not... If you're just fastball slider, you figure the fastball is getting you there, but he's really a, a three and a half pitch pitcher now, sometimes four. Um, that was crazy. And when down 2 0, 3 0, 3 1, hitters counts, mm. he's only given up two hits. So he's just like attacking with his changeup and his slider in places where the batter is very much expecting a fastball and it's working out pretty well for him. So that's my, I was going to go the no fear, but maybe he's just overcoming it by attacking the zone. Maybe he's terrified. Attacking the zone confidence. Okay. Yeah. Savvy. I thought those were cool numbers. Okay. Okay. I have it a little reverse. Cause like if you were, if he was pumping his fastball in that count, that would almost be more confident. Well, yes, but he's always confident with his fastball. To have that confidence with the changeup, which is what he's doing mostly, off-speed confidence, is pretty wild. That's huge. Yep. Good shit, Savvy. Seven shutout. <laughs> I know Cubs and all that. They didn't have Clint there hitting, but... One earn. One earn. Oh, Monty's shut up. Yeah. Still, same shit. It's good. It's good. I'll it's go. Good. You're up now. Are you ready? You're done? I'm done. Okay. Just needed that confirmation. Jim, I'm doing the home is where the harp is. Home is where the harp is. What'd you say? Home is where the harp is. Is that what you said? I don't know. We'd have to rewatch it, but it's impossible to do that. So we'll just let Sound- it ride. Well, BBD, what are you typing in? Home is where the harp is. Oh. Bryce Harper? You think they, they should have got him back in 2019? Um, it's a fun conversation. Could he play left field? Um, no. Is that your official guess? No. I didn't think it was. That's why I figured I'd ask. No. Uh, maybe you're going Monty. Is he better at home? And he plays the harp. Your official guess? No. Oh, shit. Rizzo. Is this your official guess? Yes. Okay. Jim, it's going to Anthony Rizzo. Um, (laughs) Oh, baby. There's rules to awards. You only get one guess, though, so no credit. I um, did only get one guess. You guess Harper. That's what BBD wrote down. How many official guesses did I have? BBD wrote one. down Harper. Um, so I'm sorry about it. Anthony Rizzo, <clears throat> who, by the way, you know, he's making a home in New York. He's been here for, 
you know, coming up on a year now. He comes by the John Boy Media office. He confirmed the Rizzo ball story, for those that don't know, um, when Rizzo bounced the ball over uh, the netting to me, he confirmed that. It was his first time doing that party trick. We're united forever. We had a bones over it. Um, he's a New Yorker now. Anthony Rizzo lives in New York. He comes by the office. He plays for the Yankees. Uh, Jim, and you were on it with the splits. You know, we were doing the every other month thing with Rizzo, which still kind of stands. At home, Anthony Rizzo... Is 246, 360 on base, and 948 OPS. Uh, On the road, 182, 268, a 632 OPS. Uh, And Jim, speaking of home, you know, I think when a lot of us think of our homes, we think of our mothers. I met Mrs. Rizzo this weekend. Uh, Oh. She was at the Friday night game, um, and she was in the row behind me and Joe's. and uh, she was with a, a ticket guy I'm familiar with, and he said, hey, this is Ms. Rizzo. I was like, oh, your son was by our office today. Uh, and she was like, oh, you're, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know you guys. And she was like, you're a pretty funny follow. <laughs> hey, Ms. Rizzo, come on. Um, and then Basically I Basically he called you ugly. No, 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 no. There was, no one said. She the, follows you for your jokes, not no your looks. One, no That's one, what she said. No one said the U word. That's because he's always joking. Yeah, she knows my content. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, John Boy Media, New York, the Yankees, Mrs. Rizzo, it's all home. Uh, and Riz is, is playing better at the ballpark in the Bronx, which means something to Yankee fans, which is kind of funny. He's good. Yeah. Couple nice. He had picks. a good. The Schwindels were at Billy's. He had a good. Uh, he had a good. Minnesota as well, right? In Minnesota. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm wondering where the home splits come from. Uh, in in May, was he decent at home, but bad, bad on the road? Did they have more road games? Because I, it didn't feel like in April he was only good at home. He's just been better at home. I mean, he uh, and I mean, dude, he's got a three homer game at home. Um, that helps. You know, the the month of May was a little lost. That I think his his bigger contributions did come at home. And even like you know, the past two series previous to this, um, he had a homer in Minnesota, and he had like a two eighty six batting average, which is good. But the series before that against Detroit, he hit two homers. So he's just, I think he's just been a little better at home. Good for him. Yeah. That's that's cool. Good award. Thank you. Anything else we need to touch on? I think we normally do premonitions and then stand up, but outside of that. Wrong show. Um, Messed it up last week, too. I mentioned Monty. Awesome for him. Happy for him. Probably could have got an award. Got a big mid-show conversation, which some say is the equivalent to an award. Um, I heard that. Clay Holmes continues a perfect season. Um, no one talked about that, though. No one talked about that, though. Uh, Pal Joey was around. Again, keep track if he's in left field or not. Um, Kiner gets a few hits. Um, who else? Another a couple more errors or botch plays. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Um, well, happens. Donaldson sits today. 
Yeah, I mean, today's one of those weird ones. It's it's kind of the John boy, like everything over 10 runs kind of doesn't matter. Um, oh, oh. In these last five minutes, we wanted to talk about the upcoming stretch. 13 games against the Rays, the Jays, Houston, the Rays. Those Is it the Rays twice? Rays, Jays, Rays, Strohs. Awesome. Text from Joe's McFly. In quotes... I love the Yankees. They're so good. Ask him, ask him what, what he's talking about. I'm going to screenshot that. Oh, I'm in the text, too. I'm going to dox him, I think. I'll confuse him. I'm going to say 2022 Yanks. <laughs> so how many games? We're doing a, a game guess check. Yeah, let's see what we want. It's 13 games. It's a tough stretch. It's. It's the Rays first, and they come to the stadium, so that's nice. We haven't seen that yet. Do we see McClanahan? Uh, it says he's pitching on Wednesday. Coach Ballgame said, did he get hurt? And I don't know if that was just him being silly Coach Ballgame. Let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing that. So I think McClanahan should be one of these games. I've got Kluber, McClanahan, Rasmussen. All right. Hey, Kluber pitched well against us last time, and um, McClanahan is is like, go look at his season if you're into baseball reference, look at stats. He's great. So that's going to be tough. Yankees have Cole, Nestor, Savvy going, though, so that's the same thing or even better uh, on our side. And then a- after those three against the Rays, it's a road trip to Turfville. You play <laughs> three in Toronto and three in Tampa. Then... Four against Houston. So at home. So it's a bit of a road trip. Mm. Bit of a bit of a stretch. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen stretches. And there's no off days. So what do we what's that? It's a twenty and twenty after tomorrow's off day. Mm-hmm. So what are we, but in those 13, because then they get Oakland. In those 13, Jake, how many do you want? Do you want to just win every series and that's enough? Uh, or will you allow one loss series? So Blue Jays are three, Rays are three. Um, to win the this? three series and split, to win every series, it would be nine games. Jim, here's what I need. We're winning the home series. And you can lose two out of three to one of the road series. If they go 500 to Tampa and Toronto. On the road? Yeah, like in six games, if they go three and three, I can, hey, that's baseball a little bit. I feel like uh, Toronto's the one I'd circle. I think they're hungry for us. Like Tampa's just Tampa. I feel like that series in Toronto means a lot to that team after they were, like, they started off good, they were keeping pace with the Yankees, then they had a bad stretch and the Yankees went nuts. I feel like that series means a lot to Toronto, that if funny business happens there, I'll be okay with it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, again, we're championship level, like, one of the best starts to a season we've seen a team have. I think that's as fair as I'd go. I mean, winning every series shouldn't be out of the realm. No. Manoa will be starting that uh, Toronto 
Friday game. So that'll be a that'll be a big one up there. Yeah, I'd like to go above five hundred. It is a tougher stretch that they've had. You know, it's definitely. I don't think they've played thirteen good te- thirteen games against good teams in a row all season. So it'll be interesting to see if the starting pitching can go deep enough to where the bullpen doesn't get a spotlight shown on it. Because the bullpen still is, they've been performing, but it's lesser teams. But it's still like, you know, Litke and and Clark and these guys that are supposed to be towards the Marinaccio, towards the bottom. You're right. I mean, there could be two. If there's two potential punt days in this stretch, like that's not, that's very in play. Yeah. But I think it's the last time we'll see Toronto till August by my quick glance. But also, like, shouldn't Chapman be kind of coming back soon? He threw off a mound. Yeah, but he's not going to be the closer. Right, so. but he's a he's a Raldis Chapman. If I can get a couple eighth innings out of him, that would help. I'd like to see if he can do that. Yeah, I think we all would. Um, I really want to beat the Rays, dude. Care about the Blue Jays? They're uh, so far in my rear view. Yeah, but I just like I like I hate walls now. Right. I don't I don't want to. We play six against them, win four of those. That's what I would say. Win four of the six against the Rays. Don't care about the Blue Jays that much and then beat Houston. Looks like Chapman is supposed to throw a second bullpen tomorrow or Tuesday to dictate his next step. And Johnny Luizaga is expected to rejoin the team on Sunday after attending to a family matter in Nicaragua. So, Oh, I hope everything's all right. Yeah, see what's going on there. Um, How does your mom laugh again? I sent a message to all of my siblings and said, <clears throat> send an audio clip of your impression of mom's laugh. No responses, huh? No. I'll call. Let's try one. You want me to call Courtney or Luke? <clears throat> Luke. Courtney, Courtney will probably give an honest effort if she doesn't know she's being recorded. Courtney's funnier, so I'd I'd go there. Right. Dinner time on a Sunday. Luke's, uh, probably earlier Sunday. Luke's so mid. <clears throat> ringing. It's ringing. Courtney is also our head of sales here at John Boy Media. And hates being on camera. Hates it. <laughs> hates being being part of the your call oh uh, dude dude i could call luke who's also on a sales team oh like, my god but this like the, he's not even gonna try it he's just gonna be like which i can't even try it you've made my mom laugh do you know big time sunday sunday dinner i guess I mean, tell yourself whatever you got to tell yourself, I guess. No responses in the chat. No two phone calls. 
That is bullshit. My other sister's in Alaska. I don't think she has service right now. That's what she told you. <laughs> it's convenient. Find my friend says she's in Alaska. That's pretty convenient to be in Alaska right now. It is. I don't even know the weather there. I think it's nice this time of year. Well, it depends where we are. Pretty pissed about that. Okay. My dad would do it, but he'd also he's probably listening. He's probably listening. We'll uh we'll have a follow up next episode. And he can send a voice memo anytime he wants. That's true. Okay. Follow up next episode of my mom's laugh. <laughs> and the Yankees play the Rays. They get an off day, so everyone enjoy your Monday. And the Yankees are good. Go Yanks. See you Tuesday. Tom Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>